0: Until you have an experience with an energy, you don't actually know how you'll respond to it. Mm-hmm. And in the same way you know those energies with, uh, for instance, hate or jealousy or mm-hmm. fear, you, you, you know those the same way you
1: know what love is.
2: It's the Empowerment Perspective Podcast, hosted by Demiso Josie and Mr. Kareem Spence. Stay empowered.
1: empowered. All right, welcome to yet
2: another episode of the Empowerment Perspective Podcast. I go by the name of Dr. Demiso A. Josie, and I've been blessed to have my co-host back in the building for season five, Mr. Kareem Petty Spence. What it do, man?
3: Man, man, do real petty. That's what it do, man. I was... I was thinking, I was thinking a today, right? And I'm like, man, today is a perfect season. If you want to get married, you get married. The governor just came out says you can't have more than ten people in an open space at one time. Listen, man, you can get married right now for about five G's. That includes easy, rent.
2: right? I was thinking that, yo, you know, you ain't got to worry about it. You know, ten people in, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that includes you, your mm-hmm. your bride, best mm-hmm. man, best woman, mm-hmm. priest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's five right there.
3: That's- <laughs> Two hundred dollars a plate. You could ball out right now. Everybody somebody, gets champagne. Everybody gets somebody, champagne right
2: somebody's feelings <laughs> getting hurt. Somebody's auntie. Somebody's grandma ain't gonna make it. Absolutely <laughs> on the list. It makes that 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 guest list real special. I'll tell you that right there.
3: But you have the perfect excuse. You can say, "Listen, um, Grandma or Big Mama, I can't invite you because you're a high risk. Like you can't come. I'm sorry. Like Governor said, you can't come. You blame everything on Governor Murphy right now and get away with it."
2: That's petty. You starting off on the wrong foot, your mother-in-law, <laughs> Big Mama. You ain't inviting her to the to the wedding. You starting off on the wrong foot. And it's close to Thanksgiving, too. You definitely ain't getting listen, no cornbread.
3: Listen, man, Big Mama, you a high risk. I'm sorry, Big Mama. I can't afford <laughs> you getting sick right now. You got to stay
1: home. That's
2: awesome. I'm glad to see that you the same petty person that you have always been. Keeping it real, I respect that. But how are you doing right now? What's going on? The numbers are going up. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We're in education. Things is getting mm-hmm. out of control, man. What how are you holding up? I'm
3: I'm good because the gyms are back open, so I'm I'm good. And I seen a report today, like in Philadelphia, they supposed to shut down the gyms. I'm like, no, you can shut down everything else, but that. I'm actually mm. thinking about going go buy me some toilet paper right after this meeting. I'm going right and give you the toilet paper. I'm selling it $50 a row. That's how we're going to do it.
2: That's funny. Yeah, baby, you better get your stock in Charmin or whatever <laughs> it is to get it up. Listen, I ain't playing around. I got the kids, uh, their portfolios. We're we going after Pfizer, CVS. Uh, what's, what's the new one? Madora, the new mm. company is coming out 94% mm-hmm. effective. I'm, I'm not getting the vaccine, but I'm going to make some money off of it for sure.
3: I, I was thinking something a little bit more like small scale, like getting the tent table setting up on a black horse pipe and just selling rolls, <laughs> taller paper, Stick it out That's What one
2: sheet part. at one sheet at a time?
3: One sheet, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: one square. <laughs> uh good to hear that you're doing good. We are also blessed as usual mm-hmm. with the lovely Jamie. How are you doing? Ms. Jamie, how are you?
4: I'm doing well.
2: Thank you. You sure?
4: Very good. Very good.
2: You're maintaining with this uh, COVID stuff that's going on out there?
4: Yeah, and I'm already stocked up on toilet paper, so I could sell you some right now for 45 I can come
3: rob you. I can come rob you. One, come rob you
4: one <laughs> <other>. <laughs> $45 a roll, and then you could make $5 profit.
2: Wait, what a, what toilet paper. wait a minute, wait a minute. Say that again. I, my math is a little slow. One more time. Yes.
4: So... $50. I can sell it for 45 You can make five. I have paper towels and napkins, tissues as well. You can, hmm. I'll sell it to you.
2: Uh-huh. Whoa, 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 whoa. We, we, we might want to keep that quiet. Kareem might be coming over with a ski mask on, raiding your inventory.
3: I'll, I'll wait till she go on that hybrid schedule. Now, listen, <laughs> I'll, I'll pop right into her classroom to make sure she's teaching. And I'll be right at the, right the crib taking everything.
2: That's funny. Now, both of you guys, you went back. You were guys were, were remote. Now you're hybrid. Mm-hmm. How has the transition been going for the two?
3: For me, I like it. I, I have to be in the building. Um, I have to get away from that couch as far as possible because it's just too much temptation because, listen, I'll be taking a nap in the middle of the day, easy. Um, but for me, I get most of my work done. I have to be in that environment. So not everybody is disciplined enough to be able to work from home. That's including our students me, I have to be in the building to get stuff done.
2: Makes sense. How about you, Jamie? How's that transition for you?
4: I I don't know if I like it as much because from my perspective, we're trying to teach virtually and in person at the same time. And what we use virtually, we can't teach with in person. So it's basically coming up with two lessons for every one lesson we're teaching.
2: It's called differentiated instruction. With twisted technology.
4: (laughs) I can focus at home in my house, plus by the end of the school day I have all of my schoolwork done and all of my housework done so really I was able to balance two things being at home and walking the dogs, everything was working out well for me.
2: Speaking of housework, what is that in the background?
1: It's my Christmas tree. You do
2: realize it's not time for Christmas yet. Mm
4: -hmm. It is time, we're waiting for Santa.
2: Um, <laughs> if there's any kids that are listening to this podcast, their parents turn it off right now because I want to let Jay in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. Santa is not real.
4: Mm-hmm. He's real. He is real in here. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe, you're not getting anything.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: We're celebrating him.
3: For those who don't know, see season three. Um, Santa's not real on YouTube. We we have we already had discussion about it. Feature, <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, feature now Thomas. We talked about having. <laughs> You know, Christmas, Halloween, New Year's Eve, all wrapped up in one weekend. Get over
2: All in one weekend, absolutely. And, and, and child support. Right? And child support, absolutely. All,
3: all of it, yes, absolutely. Get all of it done.
2: You seriously have your tree up, right? I'm a little disappointed my in
4: tree, you. My tree, my stockings, everything's ready.
2: Now, because you're two foot, is your stocking small too? You got <laughs> small stocking?
4: The best things come in little packages, so I do have a little stocking no they don't yes they no. do
3: no they do not
4: they do just because you're over seven foot don't i'm not talking about you i'm talking about me
3: gotcha uh, I,
2: huh.
3: I'm, I'm confused by that
2: we, we just we're gonna let that ride because this is a rated g yes. podcast right now at okay. least for right now This yeah, <laughs>
3: went right over now. my head i have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about right now
2: but on the previous podcast, um, I, you know, I, I got my pettiness on a little bit, and I got two mm. podcasts in without you guys. It's my fault. I apologize, but I just wanted to get some stuff done, um, mm. on the fly. Um, last one I had my man Vince Simmons, mm. um, out there in Philadelphia. He's doing some things in education. So shout out to him um we're going to get him back on to talk about urban education specifically during the, the uh pandemic and and things that are going on cuz Philadelphia just shut it down just mm-hmm. literally today they shut it down mm-hmm. again so we are going to yes. talk about that um as well so uh of course I'm getting a phone call right in the middle of my podcast I don't like it but mm-hmm. um we shout out to him um we talked about our experiences at ABC and uh ESPN sorry Um, and then also in the basketball world. Before then, we had Dr. Darlene DeHaan talking about um, uh, English language learners. We had that in brain-based learning as well, so check that podcast out. Um, But today, um, when it comes to, you ever have a, a friend like you see every once in a while because of family. They don't go to the same school, but you know you kind of rock with this person anyway, mm-hmm. and it's always a good vibe when you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get older, you realize you run around in the same circles of people, and then you're just like, "Yo, why didn't we really connect like that a whole lot more?" Um, our paths cross so much that um, it, it, it's it's a blessing to have this brother on today. Um, so when you talk about somebody who's multi-talented. Mm-hmm. Um, he he he's definitely got some bars when it comes to the poetry game for sure. I heard mm-hmm. him spit some things uh, uh, as far as poetry is concerned. Um, he definitely definitely has his ear to the streets in terms of what's going on um, in this country. Um, he's a person that, that operates off of his feelings and his emotions, and and he, he's, he's getting vibes from people. And he, and he's probably one of the few people that hits the nail on the head when it comes to that. At first, mm-hmm. I was like, you know you can't feel my vibe you don't know what my energy is but he got me believing, it and that um he also got some things going for as far as uh mental health physical health Um, uh, the man is multi-talented um and i it's definitely a blessing that we reconnected uh through some conversations that uh corinne you was on too mm-hmm. um in light of the, the george floyd situation kind of sparked some conversations um and, and it's just only right to have him on the podcast um, I got a little petty because he was on somebody else's podcast first, so I was like, you know what, I got, I got to get him on here uh, to, to even the playing field. So, um, my brother, man, uh, real Riley, how you doing, King? You good?
0: Peace. Peace. Thank you so much. That was wonderful, King. Thank you. <laughs> Peace, King. Peace to uh, everyone out there. Um, uh, you as well, Kareem. We always got those good vibes.
1: Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, that's, that's one of the messages I, I, I'll try to convey to people is that until you have an experience with an energy, you don't actually know how you'll respond to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in the same way you know those energies, with uh, for instance, hate or jealousy or mm-hmm. fear, you, mm-hmm. you, you know those energies. The same way you know what love is and um if you don't experience those energies mm-hmm. you'll never know how to uh, deal with them and so mm-hmm. a lot of things which i were talking about earlier it, um as a species we're supposed to evolve we have to accept what is true and what isn't true
4: mm-hmm.
0: and when you accept those things you can move forward for instance, we're talking about Christmas and, you know, um, I, I just didn't have the experience of, of celebrating the, any of those because I was told always from the beginning that we don't believe in that stuff. That stuff is whatever, for whatever reason, but it was mm-hmm. in our religion as a mm-hmm. witness, you know, that you didn't believe it. So I'd never felt innately that my parents were lying to me about anything, you know, mm-hmm. just because. I didn't have that experience with something simple like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, now, do you find that because you didn't have that particular experience, that it was difficult for you to relate to those that did have those particular experiences? Especially when we get around about this time of the year and you see the, the energy and the excitement as we get closer and closer to the day.
0: Wow. Um, no, um, it was actually the total opposite. I didn't judge. And the same thing with health and fitness. You know, I've been in the fitness world forever, you know, working with athletes all over. Hmm. And I never went out and looked at people like, oh, they're fat. Oh, they're overweight. Da, da da Never, ever in my mind. It's literally the total opposite. It's literally the total opposite in my mindset. So just because everyone else was standing up and, and saluting the flag, I'm like, no, I only pledge allegiance to God. And I sat there. People remember to this day that I just sat there. Mm-hmm. And, but that didn't make me say, oh, they're, they're bad because they're wearing a cross or mm-hmm. they're bad because it, it did the total opposite. Because mm-hmm. what I was learning from that religion was that you're supposed to be like Christ. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be accepting and mm-hmm. tolerant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's talk about, um, go back because we talked about uh, energy um mm-hmm. express what that feels like like uh i guess go back to the first time that you really recognized that you know there's energies that that circulate this this world and that you can feel it and 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 what is that
4: there's yeah. somebody
2: that's trying to to they hear it you know mm-hmm. and even growing up I, i've heard it but it wasn't until i actually felt it that i understood what, what that meant so uh, explain that a little bit.
0: Um. All right. So sound is, is everything. Here's a book written by Ted Andrews, a very, very powerful book. It's called Sacred Sounds and, and it says transformation through music and word. But understanding that sound is energy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a magnificent thing because then you want to hone that energy. Mm-hmm. And so um, the first time I had uh, understood probably that uh, things were energy when was when I was uh, a lot younger and I would say, wow, if I was a being from the stars looking down on the earth I wouldn't think, oh, that's African-American man or that's an indigenous person or that's a white person, I would think that's a human, that's a earthling. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, so when, if you, if you think we're all, all one, then the energy that is against that is what we're in now, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, the the separation, the division. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was that from nature, just realizing like, we're actually all one. So Mm -hmm. if we're not working together as one, then something else is working against it.
3: So actually you're talking about like a a rhythm almost, because you talk about energy. So everything, you know, flows in a cycle like nature. And then you have that certain rhythm, like even with the plants that you have behind you, if you, if you spill out that that type of energy, then you'll see that one of those plants may not make it because of Okay, That's the, I'm sorry, Misof. Now it's all good. I mean, beautiful one place. of the
1: things,
2: the way that I experienced it is, is like you know how you go into certain places, mm-hmm. and you could just feel the energy in the room.
1: Mm-hmm. Mine was a negative
2: experience. It was kind of like I don't really belong here type mm. situation. You know what I mean? So then once that negative experience happened. I started paying attention to it a lot in terms of everything that I was moving. Like you get that gut feeling, those butterflies, like just telling you you're not supposed to be doing something. Right. So that energy, you feel that energy at that, that moment. But the opposite of that, I started learning that there's also positive feelings and energies, right. Mm-hmm. From people and that you just feel comfortable around, like it just makes sense for that to happen. So, uh, you know, I completely subscribe to this concept of, of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, flip the script a little bit and bring Jamie in here because I want to know the energy that you felt for putting that Christmas tree up so early. Like, where, did
1: that, <laughs>
2: <laughs> where, where did that energy come from?
4: Um, I, I guess it has to do with me personally and what I'm going through in my life. I, I needed to find something positive for myself and for my children. And, and Christmas is also always positive for them as far as me and them are concerned. So I felt mm-hmm. like by doing it early, we would would bring some more positive energy into the house. That's a
2: very powerful statement because, you know, there's a lot of times where you go through a lot of things and just by putting certain objects or certain reminders around you, those things that give you energy in a positive way. Um, In my office specifically, I got pictures of my kids all over. now nine times out of ten when I'm on the phone it's a negative experience because I deal with discipline and yada, yada, yada but I kind of try to counterbalance it with some positive things that 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 i put you know put around me. um oh. and i've always been a proponent of having positive energy people around me so i don't really fool with yes. a whole lot of people you know what i'm saying so um i think that's a big lesson that a lot of people um are are missing missing out on so mm-hmm. th- this whole idea of energy i think is it's is a very powerful tool if you tune into it and really really feel it um, exactly
0: exactly it's just like all right um if you when you when you are driving you know you can't see what's on the ground you can't see and actually take a look and say oh wow that's a magnolia oh that's a rose you don't do that even if you're riding your bike most of the time you just you're on a go you know you're going to a destination but if you're walking and you can literally and you see Oh man, that's a pine tree. Oh wow, that's oh. an oak. And then you're, you touch it or something. You have literally just altered um, your, your experience. You literally slow down time to actually acknowledge something that is in your presence instead of where your mind is taking you. And when you can do that, that's almost like transcending time.
2: Can you imagine if people did that with people? Right. Like (laughs) you're saying. Like slow down and acknowledge that there's people that, you know what I mean? (laughs) The good in people. Well
1: I
3: think I I think with this particular experience that we're having now and to piggyback on what Rael is saying, Is that even with the pandemic we had to slow down and stop Mm -hmm. yes and we had to start paying attention to the social issues that were around us and how we were treating a certain segment of the population and Mm -hmm. everybody realized that wait a minute Mm -hmm. this is just wrong go ahead Mm Miso. Let's right. not
2: go. Let I, I want to keep it simple, real quick. I think okay. that's you get a good point because I think people are losing their mind right now because yeah. they're so used to not being present, mm-hmm. right? So that you know, you can't shut down the schools. I gotta go to work. I gotta keep moving. I gotta keep doing all this because they're so, and then it's forcing them to to stop and actually pay attention to stuff. And people are not liking what they see. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know so they 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 wonder,
0: man.
3: Wow.
2: it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely crazy, but yes, on, the, on the, you know the social aspect of it is a big piece of that, and I think you know uh, it's almost like it's a distraction. It's a it's an easy way out for people not to deal with it because mm-hmm. they they want to get in that go mode and not really sit down and be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. this place is really messed up," like, mm-hmm. or even my thinking was messed up,
0: mm-hmm. right? You
2: know, what I mean, people don't want to deal with themselves,
4: but I- and, and
0: and and that's tough.
4: It's making people so like, I know this morning, so being on a different schedule gives me more time in the morning to do stuff. So when I went for a run this morning, I was by myself, the sun was just coming out and it gave me a second to just turn around and look at what was behind me enough so that I wanted to take a picture because I never had the time to stop and pay attention to realize how I'm just this small little thing in this ginormous world. It's so beautiful if you just stop for a second and look at it.
2: Mhm. One of the things I started practicing was using my senses. I would take a moment out of each day and literally use my senses, senses. And I would say I'm going to listen to three sounds. I'm going to identify three different sounds. I'm going to look and identify three different things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to smell yeah. three different things. I try to use my senses. It only takes five minutes to sit down That's and really right. just be like really, really ground yourself in that moment. And it yeah. kind of just brings me to a space where like, okay, you know, one, I'm going to be okay. Two, you know, I can appreciate the little things that's, that's around. Me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's important to have those grounding thoughts. You know, um, uh, one grounding thought that I have um, is there's nothing that I go through that someone before me has not gone through. Mm-hmm. And um, that helps bring me back just like to which uh, Miso was saying, piggyback off that. Yeah, no. yeah. because you have to, once you realize that, you're like, okay, wow. And so that's what digging in history helped um, really propel me because I was digging in the history of our ancestors and and how they were just systematically murdered and, and, worked, and worked and worked and worked and worked to the point where Dr. Francis Klaus Welsing mm-hmm. said that. Um, there would be, uh, the, the coronary would have only bones and all the tendons were worked off of even girls that never even made it to puberty, you know? And it's like, wow, they could work that hard that there's no tendons connection anymore, you know? Um, to think about that extreme, it's like, oh, you know what? I could walk six miles oh mm-hmm. yeah i should be fine with that i'm not mm-hmm. gonna die <laughs> got you
2: so let's lean into the social aspect we were dancing around this topic a little bit so let's lean into the stuff that's going on in the country um just uh you know as an aside that i mentioned a little bit earlier that uh, uh, you know me kareem and, and yarel connected through a men's group that we kind of got together and had a conversation about what was going on and I think it was important to have those discussions just as men mm-hmm. um as black and brown men just to be able to freely express how we felt about the situation um and what was going on and you know some of us cried we laughed we had you know we supported each other and, and you know I think it was a very very important uh discussion Kareem how did you feel about that experience
3: I know in the beginning um, I I was a little hesitant because you're actually talking about allowing yourself to become um, vulnerable. Um, And when you open yourself up, you know, you are subject to people taking advantage of you, Mm -hmm. um, possibly taking your, your kindness for weakness. Um, so again, we, we in the climate that we were raised in, as men, we're always taught to hold everything inside and not to show an ounce of weakness, regardless of how bad or how much pain you win. You, you better not show it because if you show it, you best believe somebody's going to take advantage of you and more importantly, exploit you. So, you know, as I became a little bit more comfortable with the group and being able to to share experiences, you know, it, it was good to see that, everyone was willing to trust and, and have that moment of vulnerability and, and know that the conversations were, were going to be like sacred. And mm. it's not that you're going to be, you know, I want to say, be put on blast about some of the things that you felt. So what nobody looking at you is if you were deemed weak, mm. which is totally different from the environment that I grew up in. Because like I said, if they, they deem you weak, then more than likely, the person you wouldn't think is going to punch you in the face is going to be the one going to punch you in the face now. <laughs> that's Stop.
2: funny. Soft
3: yeah. with a capital T. That's what they look
2: yeah. at
3: <laughs> <Salt>. Yes. <laughs> oh.
2: I get it. I get it. Yeah. You become food at that point. Yeah. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they definitely going after you. Yael, what did you get out of that experience?
0: Man, that was so uplifting. Um, Just listening to everyone and listening to Um, just other men, other men that have the same experience in America, as well as the same background. Um, We were, the main thing that brought us all together is that, uh, that we understand that we were all athletes, Mm -hmm. you know, and not just regular athletes, like we all were high level athletes. So Mm -hmm. I think that was another bonding thing because society has always put the athletes in our specific uh, situations, they actually have um, give us given us a little bit of pass, if mm. you will. And so to hear that no matter what that pass was, we still felt like we were marginalized. We still felt like we were picked on, and, and we, we were held back to ex- uh, excel, and all of you had exceeded what was thought that beyond, you know, beyond of what that puts us in a win situation that's mm. a win win because we're feeding off it again that that energy from each other's so who are like minds. And we not only were we just athletes, we were winners at, in our athletics. You know, that was three sport, you were three, uh, three sport, you know, green, same thing, you know. Um, I think uh, Kareem, you did wrestling, right?
3: I I did well. baseball, but we didn't do too much winning. We we did a whole lot of losing. <laughs>
0: you were at Kings Bay, right?
3: <laughs> no, nah, I was at Pleasantville High. So Pleasantville,
0: Pleasantville. But your basketball team was really good. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Playing I wasn't I, was, yeah, I, was
3: I wasn't on that team either. But we, we had a whole lot of losing. <laughs>
1: it's,
3: it's the setbacks right. that you have that define your character
0: <laughs> you make you stronger.
3: That's what they said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is, but um, yeah, but that, a that, that's
0: a powerful thing because mm-hmm. you have a, a mind frame that other people don't have, you know, um, going into athletes. You've been in the position mm-hmm. to be so where you was in the zone,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: everything you was letting go, everything was money, you know, mm-hmm. and to when you push someone's limit to the, where they actually or They're transcending time and it's slowing down. And in like, man, I know I'm going to do this and this is where I'm placing the ball or, you know, or... that experience alone puts you uh, ahead of most of people's experiences ever mm-hmm. is being able to transcend time. And, and so that, that camaraderie of being uh, ath- athletics and hearing other men go through things that i've gone through and and their perception that oneness is just dear to me it it means a lot
2: i think you had a key point that really and i really didn't think about this until you said it what sports did for me in my life now is that because you know i played varsity sports as a freshman when you get in there as a freshman the game is so fast Mm -hmm. right and then you just then people are so strong and everything is just moving But if I didn't have that experience and then the game started slowing down, the more I was in the game, the slower the game became. Mm -hmm. So when I translate, translating that to life. Right. That's why I like being uncomfortable. Right. So I'll put myself in uncomfortable positions. And at some point, the game slows down. And then I can really maneuver and excel. I think a lot of people are afraid of that pace of life. And they'll run from it. They'll do certain other things, and and really just understanding that at some point, if you keep working at it, that the mm-hmm. game is going to slow down. Whatever that game is, it's going to slow down for you, and then you'll be able to see mm-hmm. the, the opportunities. You'll be able to maneuver and do certain things, and then bring other people in and do certain things like that. So mm-hmm. I think that lesson that sports taught me one of the big ones. Now that you said it, like you know, and I'm really starting to think of it as as an educational leader. I'm at this point now. When I first got in, my first day as assistant principal, it was like everything was like yo. I didn't know. Now I'm at the point where it's like yo. This is like you wow. know what I mean. So it's Like senior year now, it's like everything. <laughs> right you know
0: wow, wow, yeah, that's a yes.
2: powerful thing. Um, Jamie, I want to jump to you because you had a group too. We don't have to really get too specific, but talk about your experiences. Um, you're in a unique situation in terms of society as a white female, and then you're you're raising uh black children, you know, at the end of the day, the world's going to call them African-American yeah. children. So, uh, talk about that experience and how you, some of the stuff that you went through.
4: So I am in a unique situation where I can relate to what, um, some of my colleagues were saying in regards to being white professionals that didn't really know how to relate, but I myself have children that are going to be considered, um, black at the end of the day. So I have to figure out how to balance the the two, how to listen to what they're saying, and then also explain to them what that means when you're raising children that are are not considered white. So it was interesting to listen to what they were saying. I think that a lot of um, professionals, a lot of teachers want to help, but weren't comfortable in their own skin enough to know how to help. So it was just getting them to the point where they felt comfortable enough in their own skin to, to say, listen, this is what we have to do. You know, you, you can say white, you can say black, it's okay to say it. You have to get past that in order to be able to help others around you. So it was interesting.
2: Good point. Um, I've always, because we got a lot of educators that follow us and a lot of them ask me, you know, I don't know how to help or I don't know how to have that conversation. I don't know how to do you know, they're uncomfortable with it. They want to, and in their feelings, that they you know they want to be there and help. And the, the key that I always tell educators is that as human beings, we learn off of feelings, yes. right? Our common ground is the fact that we all can feel the same emotions and the same feelings. Mm-hmm. So if you can relate to an African American or a Brown student off the base of feelings, you know what anxiety feels like, you know what fear feels like. If you relate, that conversation on that level and let them know that no you don't we are not going to know their experience i don't expect you to understand what it feels like to be a black male if you're not a black male. i just yeah. like i can't expect you can't expect me to know what a female feels like i'm not a female so That's i'm not right. the conversation shouldn't even get to that point but i can talk to you about what it feels like mm-hmm. you know what I'm we can relate and start that conversation there mm-hmm. then the next step is learning and learning about people. I'm fascinated by people. I read every single day about different cultures. Somebody tell me about different cultures, something I'm in it because I want to know. I don't know what it's like to be Indian, for example, but there are certain things that I can definitely appreciate and and love off of that that culture. And I just think we've got to start to take those steps. But I think the ground floor is feelings and and being able to relate on those levels. Kareem, I see you in deep thought over there.
3: I mean, part of that, because I go back to what um, Rel had said earlier in the podcast when he said that if, if you're looking down on this planet, everyone is human. You're, you're not looking to see what or how much melon somebody has in their skin or don't have in their skin. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, you're still considered human. And we all know what it feels like to be marginalized. So when they have these conversations about not knowing how to have conversations. You can start by really just internalizing the feeling of being marginalized because Brilliant. all of our women have been marginalized. We That's all know right. they don't get paid the same amount as men.
2: That's facts.
3: So when you're looking at someone that doesn't look like you, the first thing you can hone in on is that I know what it feels like to be marginalized. And you know what? I'm going to make sure of nothing else. When he comes in my classroom, he's going to be comfortable.
1: Mm. Mm,
2: that's facts.
0: And that's a beautiful sentiment. Mm -hmm.
2: I put a quote out on Facebook not too long ago and said that education should be a garden that allows the opportunity for all the flowers to reach the sky. And I think Mm -hmm. that is, is the key here, is that when we're talking about education and we're talking about the social issues that are going on, you may not understand how to, let's say, nurture and water a tulip for example
1: mm-hmm. you know what I'm
2: saying but you 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 have to give that opportunity one for that tool to to at least feel comfortable enough to at least grow in that area number one mm-hmm. and then number two you can learn a lot by just looking and and observing that that tulip, yeah. I'm the
1: tulip as a metaphor
2: right now, you know what I'm saying? Up. i look up. At, at like my student says no matter where you come from, you know, whatever your flower is, whether you're a tulip, you're a sunflower, whatever. My job is to give you the soil and the nutrients to be able to to grow and to reach your, your potential. I can't do that if I'm not willing enough to learn about these people and give them space to express themselves and to open myself up to learn. Um, and I, I think that a lot of teachers are failing because, you know, they have that Author, authoritative, you know, role of I know best. This is what you want to do, and that's uh, uh, And I think that's where we're we're falling short in that discussion on 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 social issues. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not an easy conversation. It's it's a hard one to have, but it has to be done. Um, I'm scared of school districts right now that are afraid to have the conversation. I'm afraid of the ones that are ignoring it. Like, all right, this will go away. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a coronavirus, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the virus ain't going nowhere. So we got to deal with it, Mm -hmm. right? So these conversations need to be dealt with and these conversations Mm -hmm. need to be (laughs) had.
0: Because um, repetition alone, we know that's the most basic form of brainwashing, or Mm -hmm. what we call brainwashing, or instilling something, or training, or, you know, um, conditioning. Mm -hmm is is repetition period and so all right i I just want to make this point because we' we're, we're talking about where we're at now and where we need to go it goes right back around to what we were talking before is literally we most people have been lied to their mm-hmm. whole life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: their
0: whole life so what what you have to do when a foundation is caving in is the problem is you have to remake the foundation. And that means eliminating the lies. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that. You know, the, the, but the most clearest way I can put it is words can create spells. And that's why you call it spelling. And so what do spells Uh, Add up to they add up to rituals, and when you are doing the same thing and 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 looking for a different, um, um, you know, and you keep making people, yeah, and looking for a different uh, um problem each time that's going to arise from you doing the same thing. It's like you're teaching people about materialism and about um all this um nonsensical stuff and then you're not building them up spiritually. When our foundations are supposed to be, we are spiritual beings first. Hmm. And so we have foundations that are all over the place. And, and and it starts with the education and what we're teaching them from right from the beginning. If you tell them you are not better than anyone else just because you're melanated, You're not, you don't have more brain capacity than anyone else. What shapes you is what you do and make them responsible for their their actions. They're inclined to be a more responsible person when they get older. But since they've been told that the otherwise, then you get a world that looks like this. Mm.
2: Jamie, you had something you wanted to chime in
4: on? I do, I just think that what I got out of the group of women that I spoke with is a lot of teachers had good, uh, good ideas. A lot of professionals had good ideas, regardless of what their skin color was, but they were afraid to be, to think outside the box and be the first one to initiate that. So I think it comes back to um, your, you know, knowing what your school district is going to allow you to do or accept or want you to do. They're afraid to be the first to do it.
0: Hmm. Real talk.
2: I don't know, I mean, I don't really don't understand that, that, that mentality only just because I uh, listen, I'm from the hip hop generation. Right. And I, I'm, the, that's my culture. Right. And we, we were so used to not, you know, take no for an answer. We were so used to fighting the system. Right? right. We fought the very system that was trying to keep us down. Um, so for somebody to, I expect resistance, you know, this is part of the process. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, it's it's not going to be like they're going to open up this red carpet and then you're just going to go ahead and all of a sudden things are going to happen. Mm. Um, but you, you gotta you you gotta go through pain in order to grow, right? So if you even look at a seed <laughs> that germinates and all, there's a lot of stress and and stuff that's on that seed. They gotta go through stuff in order mm. for that flower to grow so you gotta go through you gotta have these these tough conversations in order for for that to happen i'm not a you know i i operate within the system but at the end of the day if i gotta get my hand slapped i get my hand slapped
1: mm-hmm. if
2: i know what i'm doing is right and i truly believe what i'm doing is right and it's for everybody then you know yes you're going to get resistance the the system does not want this to happen because it was designed that way mm-hmm. you know and there's people that love the system and it's going to be it, it, it's going to be a fight um mm-hmm. To me, that speaks more volumes to how truly do you really want this the the, the 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 situation to stop? Like, how really is your heart really really into it? I mean, you care about it, yeah. But is it is it really into it to, to a point where you really want change to happen?
0: The the, the only thing uh, I I see that has to happen is you know um, systematically everything has to change. So that starts with our minds. And we know we send out, you know, thoughts through, through just the energy we in the words, communication, nonverbal communication. You 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 send out messages mm-hmm. all the time. It's just like when you're you're in the a, a house, right? And someone may turn on the TV downstairs. Now you don't hear anything that's on the TV, but you can just feel like oh, TV's on, mm-hmm. right? You just feel that electricity. And so for it to really change, it starts with the mind. Mm-hmm. So what I've begun is I, um, I went out on a journey and I've been trying to promote a healing process that's all natural that our ancestors used to use. And that's breathing to the parts of the body, but breathing mm-hmm. diaphragmatically, breathing in through the nose, and breathing to the diaphragm, and then you, you're assisted stretching um, or stretching yourself and you breathe to the muscle, you'll get deeper in the stretch. But while you're breathing to that, you'll actually start to clear the mental mm-hmm. because you're breathing in through the nose. And so um, I, we all need healing and rebalancing is always a process You if you you stand on the scale and then you take off of it and you eat and drink something, you're going to be different. Then you're going to have to rebalance the scale. You're going to be different than before. So it's always a balancing act. But the most important thing is that we be uh, acknowledged and be aware of where our balance is. And so that's what I'm trying to promote is uh, self-healing mm-hmm. and, um, uh, you know, healing to the people. Because I don't know any other way. Like you were saying, uh, it's just to try to do something. That's all.
2: Got I got to admit that I tried your your deep breathing and stretching, and I'm not flexible at all. And I was like, this, I, this don't feel good right now. But when I got done the exercise, I did feel better. I'll tell you right now. I was like, wait, I, I realized how inflexible I am, and it hurt me a little bit, but. Then I was like,
0: you know what? I feel good after. Yes, yes. Well, because you're releasing um everything in, in those exhales, and that's an important part. Uh, if you want to take it a step further, and to actually um aware, just be, just lay down on the ground and sprawl your arms and feet out, and literally just take 13 good deep breaths, and you'll actually feel in your body where I need this at or where it's a little tight at but you just take your time mm-hmm. and that is for the mind because mm-hmm. it doesn't like you were talking about earlier certain things don't take that much time that takes five minutes mm-hmm. but it's just becoming more aware about of, of, ourselves mm-hmm. True,
2: absolutely I,
3: hmm. I mean in meditation I mean that when when Raoul talks about ancestors and their their rituals that was part of it like making sure that meditation time even in, that is just so important to be able to just take that minute and just be able to clear your mind and it will help you be able to re be rebalanced and refocused so meditation is clearly important now mindfulness and argument we have all agreed that mindfulness don't work in an argument um uh, <laughs> right jamie don't work right don't works. <laughs> no don't listen okay. but but meditation, it, 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 definitely, it definitely works. So if, um you know, people are just going to be able to listen to what Raoul is saying and, and take heed to that, that breathing, those breathing exercises definitely will be able to relax your mind, your body, and your soul. I mean, you just have to be willing to do it and apply it on a regular basis and let it become part of your ritual.
2: I don't want to gloss over this because we might have new listeners on season five. Because <laughs> you guys were saying that this mindfulness don't work in arguments. Can we, can we just explain to our audience what what, what that James, you do you don't agree with it or you agree with it? What's what's going on here? What what's happening?
4: Mindfulness works. So, so now the
2: question it? was in the
3: argument. <laughs> See, she's not even she's not even <laughs> paying attention. That's how yeah. I know she's not mindful. She's not even paying attention
4: to the
1: question. <laughs> yeah.
4: Mindfulness works. Listen, because sometimes like I have a hard time biting my tongue, I'm a little vindictive, so if I just stop for a second and think about what I'm about to say before I say it, I can pause for a second because mindfulness works. It makes me, it takes me to another place.
2: Sounds like you just trying to conjure up in your mind more vindictive ways Mm -hmm. to get back at the person.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ain't nothing but decision-making. Now, should I, should I throw a brick or should I throw the boulder? Ain't nothing but decision-making. That's all it is. <laughs> it's,
1: it's Decision-making. <laughs> that's
2: hilarious. Oh, man, that's fun. You
0: know one of the best things ever to do and I learned um, as far as relationship it, and in type of relationship um, argument to do is literally just, okay, and just leave it alone and just breathe on it for a little bit. I, I swear it, it always takes down the temperature, you know, uh, just a little bit, but when you let stuff go,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for some reason it comes back if, if it's really a problem that they have, it'll come back to you, but they'll come back on like on a different, on a different note, you know, because, um, you're sending out a frequency of com- a combativeness mm-hmm. at the time, and when you t- and when you just like, all right, I- I'm just gonna go over here, whatever. You know, I'm gonna read a book or whatever it is. Well, well I'm, I'm
3: gonna go to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, go to
0: Cancun, go to Cancun
3: for a
1: day, whatever. <laughs> I
2: I guess I. How do you let go? you got your your new car and she just bust the windows out and flatten the tires
0: how do you let something like that go you you know only reason why you do is because like that's only a reflection of them and when you start when you see that like that's that all you your energy like it it'll make you i don't know for me anyway it'll make me just be like you really are on some stuff right now and i'm just on you know what i mean like I don't know. That's the only way I know how to transmute the energy, honestly.
2: is it is it gonna come back to me in the form of a new car or something like that? Like when, hopefully hopefully shaking your head, Jake. Oh, nah.
4: I think that if you didn't do what you did wrong, you wouldn't have a busted up car. <laughs> now, listen,
2: gonna, I gotta stop you right there. <laughs> Behavior is a symptom. There's a reason why that person did what they did in the first place.
4: Because they're vindictive. Huh? They're
2: vindictive. Sounds like you did this before.
4: <laughs> 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 I,
3: mean, like, I understand. <laughs> that's okay. She listen, she ain't doing nothing. She ain't doing nothing. Nothing will get herself. Like, she's going to go to people's court and she's going to lose. That's what that is. Judge, Judge Wapner is going to pronounce her guilty.
2: So <laughs> anybody out there that tried to talk to Jamie, make sure mm-hmm. you bring the pinto to take her around so show you only think that you got a busted car because you're <laughs> going
0: to mess up your good stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, I tell you one time, uh, a good, uh, this is a real life story um, of someone doing something like that, but on that level, kind of. Um, anyway, I was uh, got a contract training, um, this Corey, Corby Irving, uh, a defensive lineman at Tampa in Tampa Bay Bucks, and um, he, he had, you know, um, think he gave me a check and so I I put it in the bank and the girl I was with at the time literally waited till like three in the morning when it cleared or something and took the money out of the bank and uh, a couple grand and um and then was like hiding and whatever like what could I do you know, like I, I I literally had to sit and think because she was gone. I had to train him. Uh, I went to session. He was late, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, what can I really do but just be mad? You know, so I, I, so I sent it out. It was right before my daughter's birthday. I sent it, uh, a message out on, on, on social media like, oh, my gosh, this person did this. And um, it came back to me. Literally, it, it started coming back to me like probably like a, a half a, a month later. You know, um, she 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 gave me back half the money, and then you know I don't know. We eventually just worked it out, but I was just like off my shoulders after that. But it only if I took that time. If she wasn't running and hiding, I would have probably been like, oh, you know. But I took the time, and I don't know. It ended up transmuting.
1: See,
2: I would have went through the house. Her DNA was in the house somewhere. She left a hefty hair somewhere. I got my CSI. You know, I would have found it.
0: She was hiding in the bushes, she said one time.
1: Oh, man. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> well,
3: I can, I can only say what the Sugar Hill gang says. You go date a friend. That's what the, the Sugar Hill
1: says. <laughs> <laughs> That's too
2: funny. Um, I want to talk about at least how can people get in contact with you in terms of um, anything fitness or health or men- mental uh, fitness type thing um, if anybody wants to be uh, learn, learn the stuff that you, you you're teaching like how, how can people get in contact with you
0: um, If you give me um, a call um, on one of my numbers that uh, I think at, at least two of them are listed um, but it just really send me an email. Um, I I like to read a lot. So send me an email at YarellRiley at gmail.com. I have all types of of different workouts for people, uh, as well as uh, um, great health tips um, when it comes to um, how to burn fat, how to gain muscle, so on and so forth. But the stretching is so key because literally, all right, so you get a, you get a cut, right? And what happens? It, it bleeds. It A substance comes out of your hand or wherever, but it's not, it's it's not water, right? It's a sum, substance that dries and binds up the cut, okay? And so it, then a scab comes over, and then that scab falls off, and then you're your, your, uh, your skin goes right back over. It's almost like extraterrestrial. You know, that's incredible. So my theory was if our outside does that, I think our inside does that. And what, what uh, is the property, uh, the um, catalyst for that? Oxygen. So if we breathe to our muscles, we're breaking down the muscles when we're working out. If we breathe to them, we actually are repairing them. And so that was, and, and it's work, man, cancers, uh, all types of diseases, ataxia, stiff person syndrome could go on and on. Um, I've worked with it in, uh, HIV, um, uh, T-cells shot up 85% after two sessions on a uh, HIV positive patient, you know, um, just all types of stuff, but I've been doing it for, um, over 12 years now, because I would stretch my clients before their workouts and it would enhance their VO2 max, but if I could get that message out there to the world the most, that's really what I want because I want um, to build a a wellness center where we can teach certain different types of techniques of self-healing and just help the people on a mass scale.
2: Now, typically, we like to have a little fun at the end of our podcast. We used to ask our our, our guests how petty or do they think they are petty. Um, season five, I actually had people go into their cell phones and we would call people um, <laughs> and, and a- ask them what they thought about them. So I'm yeah, not going to sure. do that. I, I'm not going to do that. Oh, to I'm not, <laughs> not going to do that to you. Okay. Not yet.
3: <laughs> I, I, I say we call one of Rail's exes. Like, hey, I'm calling, yeah. calling on behalf of Rail. Are, are you really feel so about it?
2: <laughs> We're going to call the one with the check. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: so awesome.
2: I'm tempted, half tempted to do it to, to uh, Kareem and Jamie, but I'm not going to do that
1: either.
2: I'm not going to. You don't get mixed responses. At, after this, after this request that I have, because mm-hmm. like I said, I opened up and said that you know you got some bars when it comes to the poetry thing. Mm-hmm. So I saw you do something on somebody else's podcast. So I'm saying like, <laughs> no, I gotta ask him if he would share a little something, something on our podcast. You'd be the first poet on our podcast. That actually- wow,
0: that's a blessing. Oh, thank actually, we'll share
2: something. So if you would oh, like no. to bless the audience with a little something, something before I ask Kareem and Jamie to do the phone challenge.
0: Wonderful. Manifesting dreams. The beauty in life comes in art. A perception of light. The mind adapts and vision changes. Small synapses generate pictures. In an alternate reality, dreams come true again and again. When it happens for real, this manifestation is not pretend. Belief is understood and followed. Faith and strength are prayed for, spoken out to the universe verbally. Epiphanies are had, then recorded with colors sacred and appropriately. It happens accurately. Then another vision compounds and it happens instantly back to a spatial universal anomaly. We dream again. We dream again. Then we have to wait patiently. And then it's worked for and it's written down after it works and it's listened to and taught. We hear it, we feel it. It's even more than it seems. Become it and do it in a manifesting dream. Thank you.
1: Bars. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> yeah. uh, definitely do, Thank
2: definitely you. do. Awesome, awesome. Salute. So I'm going, um Jamie, you got your phone? uh uh-uh. Yeah, you do. You have your phone there. This is a very simple exercise. Okay. All right. Pick a number between one and five.
4: Seven.
2: One and five.
4: Oh,
3: God. <laughs> Just a disclaimer. She, she does not teach my kids. I can say that now.
4: Five. <laughs> Five.
2: All right. You got to go into your text messages. Right
4: now? The
2: fifth, the, yes. The fifth person that texts you. You have to call them. Put them on speaker. <laughs>
4: It's you guys. I Look. can't
2: answer. I can't answer the phone because I'm on my phone. So I right. go 24. to four. Go okay. to four. Right now. Call them. Put them on speaker. And I'm going to ask them a very simple question.
4: Okay.
0: <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> what
2: if this
4: person doesn't answer?
2: Then we got to pick another number.
4: Listen, you're on a podcast. I have to,
2: I have yes. To,
4: I have to put you on speaker. You have to answer a question about me, okay? Okay, right, hold on. Who? This is Jenna.
2: Jenna. How are you doing, Jenna? I am doing wonderful. All right. I got to ask you a very simple question. I
1: hope it's simple.
2: <laughs> Give me two words that will describe Jamie. Oh, Loyal and ambitious. Loyal and ambitious. Nice. That's nice. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you for lying to us. I appreciate (laughs) it. I'm joking.
0: I'm joking.
1: Thank
2: you so much. Now, Mister Petty, I'm not gonna do that to you because who knows who's gonna answer what your call? I don't even know what
4: to <laughs> No, 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 that's not fair. That's not fair. Uh,
2: should I we make? Should true. we make them do it? <laughs> yes. All right, Kareem.
3: No, she just want to yeah. know who I've been. She just want to know who I've been talking to. That's all. I she can <laughs> mind your business. Stop being so nosy. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna I'm give because you've been rocking with me for so long. You can pick whoever's in your text me- message to call.
3: Hmm. Let me say she answered. We're going to call my niece. I talk to her. I bet
4: she's not going to say you're loyal and ambitious.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, she's going she gonna to tell the truth. Uh, how about effort. this?
3: How, how about this? How about spell it? How about that? And see, you ain't saying nothing. That's what that is.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you gonna, you going to get your niece on the phone? I'm
3: going to try it. Yanni, can you hear me? How are you? Yanni, can you hear me? Yes.
1: All right,
3: you're on my podcast with uh, my partners. So he's going to ask you a couple of questions. You're live too. It's being recorded. You ready? Yeah, I'm
1: okay. ready. All
2: right. All right. Thank you. Thank you for uh blessing us with your presence. I have a very simple question for you Is Is Kareem really that petty in real life? Or is he is this, is this is he lying that he's not really that petty? Do you really think he's petty? Are,
1: are you saying petty?
3: Yeah, yeah petty. Everybody knows know if I'm petty. Um, I'm sorry. Your question came out of
1: nowhere, so um, <laughs> I'm, I usually think about my reply before a question like that is asked.
2: But no, mm-hmm. so the answer is yes. You know Petty. If yes. He's actually, that petty. Uh huh. Yes. And if you no, can provide,
1: he's very smart
2: and he thinks about uh, a
0: lot of things that he do
3: mm-hmm. and how he goes
1: about doing things. Mm-hmm. I don't consider it pettiness though.
3: Mm-hmm. See, this is why it's my favorite niece. She maybe my <laughs> only niece, but it's my favorite niece. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you, Yanni.
2: I appreciate.
3: All right. You talk. Bye.
2: That is awesome.
4: So, there it is. You're not really
1: petty.
4: That was set up. He had no idea that's what we was
1: doing.
4: Mine was for real. His was not.
2: I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
3: How about this? No, hold on, homie, so before we end. How about this? How about if you see, if you can get this person live on a podcast, how about that? Right now? My person, yeah, yeah, got yeah, your person. Uh huh.
2: I was getting real here on the empowerment.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think she called a real person, I think she's called like the Santa hotline. That's what that is. Live and in person,
4: they think that you were lying about me. Can you please tell
2: them about me? You gotta put her picture there. You go.
4: That I have, I can always depend on
3: her and count on her, and um, she's a uh, she's she's pretty hardcore. <laughs> oh, hardcore. So, how long have you known her? Your best friend, your um, bestie. How long? Have I known her? Two uh-huh. years. Two years. Man, that's not good enough for a resume. My- <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that awesome. too funny. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Did she pay you to say this?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> She, she's gonna do a lot of plans. That she's gonna do a lot of plans for this week. That's I just
4: called her right now. Any other questions? Mm-hmm.
3: You sent her a text.
4: I just called her in front of you. Do
3: you, do you know she's, she's being recorded and she's live. <laughs> what she say?
4: She said she's literally on Facetime. She can see my house. Oh, that's nice.
2: Well, I appreciate your time mm-hmm. and and lying to us. I know she's gonna pay you yeah. in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well,
1: Quite my style. It might be the
3: style of others, but not so much mine. No. <laughs> that was good. It, it is it is really that good, was good. But being <laughs> as though that I'm a I'm a therapist, I already know what it means to look up and to the left. Rail, you know what that life is like. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you <know>. uh,
2: <laughs> We thank you so much. Thank you. Yes,
1: sir. For yes, your yes, time. yes. We yes.
2: That was a good
3: one. That was a that was good one.
2: one. So, URL, one more time. How can people, what's the email address so they can get yeah,
0: um Yeah, send, send me URL Riley, U R I E L R I L E Y at gmail.com.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time out mm-hmm. in California to, to check us out. Shout out to Cali, man. Y'all still repping us. Uh, You're our third largest market right now. We got to get those numbers up, though. Mm-hmm. Trying to get y'all to number two um also uh we can't because of COVID have our annual toy drive but what we are doing is we're doing it virtually um so i'll put that link up on our podcast if you find it in your heart to be able to to donate to chop to the children's hospital of philadelphia um there's kids that you know they're in there that are going to be in there for christmas um we try to bless them uh with some some gifts that we can so our goal is two thousand Dollars This um, season, which we usually pass easily, um, but because of the COVID thing, we kind of um, are stuck with this. So if you find it in your heart, whether it's $10, $5, whatever it is, make sure you donate. If you don't donate to us, donate to something. There's people out here that need um, help and, and, and support, especially children, right. um, because they're yeah. in situations that have nothing to Shout do
0: with Shouts out them. to my daughter. Her first high school basketball game uh, was tonight.
2: Oh, all right. I yeah. hope she got got the triple double.
0: I know, she... right? <laughs> <laughs> See, the That's freshman, so hey, I'm just proud of her. Isis, you know, I love you. I'm proud of you. That's
2: awesome. That's awesome. Well, Urell man, definitely. Thanks for blessing us, man. You you Thank definitely you. dropped some gems, man. And you know, like I said in the beginning, it's definitely a blessing, and it feels good to to reconnect. And you know, we we definitely uh, I definitely um appreciative of your support and 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 the things that you um and the conversations, the candid conversations that me and you've had for sure and definitely uh um, made me refocus in, in in certain uh aspects of my life but i definitely appreciate that so i just I definitely wanted to let you know that publicly um as well as you know how you know how we we, we rock or whatever so um definitely thank i love you y'all
0: thank, thank you definitely. i love you and i appreciate you king and everything you're doing for our our um, community and just for the world, um, Doctor Demiso Josie, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he is <laughs> the man. <laughs> always been too, and I salute. I always looked up to
2: you. Salute to you too, King. Jamie, any last words before we get out of here? No,
4: I think my friends have spoken for me. Thank you.
2: That was that, that was very petty of me.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
2: I'll i That's
4: great.
2: I don't know who that comment was directed towards, but I'll take it. Kareem, any mm-hmm. last
1: words?
3: <laughs> again, well, I just want to thank you again for for taking the time out, and you know, like I said, to really just start off our fifth season, you know, with you being our our number one guest. <clears throat> just appreciate you, man. Just continue to do great things. You know, you, you have a great heart and you have a great passion for what you do. So continue to educate those and continue to help help people. Um, but more importantly, man, let that beard grow. Let it grow out. Let it grow out, baby. Let it grow out. Rock out.
1: Start to <laughs> look like the grass. <laughs> <any kindergarten. Yeah. laughs> I love it.
0: Thank you for the incentive. Because I was literally thinking today, I'm like, I'm about to cut cut it off again. let it go let it go
1: yeah
2: Uh, yeah definitely again you can check us out the apartment are on facebook twitter instagram spotify yada 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 apple tunes and all that stuff um linkedin um but make make sure again uh check out our toy drive It's really Mm -hmm. really important to us um, that we serve our community um hopefully as this thing grows we can serve bigger communities and you know just keep getting this work done um we bring you this podcast for free we don't even ask we don't charge y'all so at least give a little kick back during the holidays you know what I mean so um also we got our, our hopefully we're trying to get our turkey dry for those that are local um and then blessing a couple of churches out there like we we always do um but we'll, we'll see what happens with this COVID thing but make sure y'all taking care of yourselves masked up Socially distance. um and, you know, they're saying this is an adult issue, and as an adults, we need to solve it. Um, and, and, you know, just stay safe out there. Until next time, stay empowered.